This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, everyone. I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring 20s Podcast. Welcome back. We are so excited to record another episode for you guys. Today is a very weird day because this is, Brenda and I are not together. We are, Brenda is in her respective home. I am in my respective home. We are recording this podcast via Zoom. Thanks, Zoom. Because as everybody knows, we are in quarantine. We are respecting social distancing and we are making it work. So we felt that it was important to keep bringing episodes to you guys. And so we're doing our best to make it work. We're going to have some really cool guests on. Right now, we're going to be doing everything via Zoom, which, you know, is not my favorite, but it is what it is. And we're just trying to make the best of the situation. And once this is all over, we'll go back to our regularly scheduled programming of in-person conversations. But for now, we're, we're making it work. Yeah, totally. And it's so you know, with everything getting canceled, it is so important to us. We really thought about it. We thought about, do we take a break? Do we, what do we do? How do we handle this? But at the end of the day, this project has become so important to us. And with so many things getting canceled around the world with good reason for all of you and all, and both of us, we wanted to make sure we still had something that would fuel us both. And in this time where we are required to spend more time alone, we didn't want you to feel entirely alone and wanted to continue to provide you with some valuable content, relatable content, some tips, all the things so that you can continue to power through your quarantine. Absolutely. And, you know, it wasn't up and down for us because we didn't know the best way to go about this. But Brenda said, she said, you know, I think that our, our whole mission is to make people feel less alone. And now is the time that people really need to feel, you know, heard and listened to and less alone and together. And so we're, we're going to be continuing on doing it in the social distance way. And hopefully this will all soon come to pass and we'll be able to get back to how we've been doing things. But for now, it's so important. We think it's so important and we hope you guys will stick with us through all of this. And hopefully we'll bring you some really awesome some really awesome episodes during this time. Totally. Yay. So we hope everybody is doing okay. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about kind of how we've been doing with all of this. And then we're going to get into some stuff about morning routines because that's something that has been helping me and Brenda a lot. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And yeah, and we'll get into it. And on Friday, luckily Friday, we got to record an incredible episode with Rachel Liner. She's a small business owner. She's a photographer. She owns her own photography business. She's unbelievable. So we got to record with her before quarantine. So we felt that like during this time, it's a great time to start laying foundations for some goals and dreams and aspirations and possible future business ideas. What a great time. We all have all this breathing room and space 
space now. And Rachel's going to talk a little bit about how she got started to maybe inspire some of you guys to do the same during this time. Totally. Rachel is so awesome. I can't wait for you guys to hear her episode because she has so much insight. She's so passionate about what she does and she just really ran with a dream and, and, and stepped into something. And I'm excited to talk about morning routines with Julia because I know that we've touched on it briefly in the past few episodes, maybe during our Pride and Pickle or just how much it benefits us. And yeah, I I think it's going to benefit you guys too. And just to go off of what Julia was saying, I've been seeing, I'm sure you guys too, so many memes, so many news articles, everything about this being, yeah, it's like really suffocating about this being the time to start projects. And I, for me and Julia, this is the perfect time to be doing something like that and to continue this special project. But I do also want to take some time to acknowledge that we talk about hustle culture all the time and how we always want to be doing, doing, doing. And that it's also important for us to remember, as Julia and I try to remind ourselves, that Yes, while you feel sort of stuck in a certain place, we want to do and feel productive, but also to to be okay with just hanging out and just enjoying company of people you are allowed to be in the same space with and really maybe taking some time to look inward, whatever makes you feel good. For some of us, it's continuing to hustle or working on projects you may have not had the mental space to focus on before. And for others, maybe it's learning to be okay with just sitting on the couch and washing the the Kardashians or something. (laughs) I literally couldn't agree more. And I think it's important for everyone to honor what feels right to them. And that can change day to day. And you know, if one day you feel like writing that, you know, book you've been wanting to write, that's amazing. And if you feel like you just want to play with your dog all day, that's all right too. And using this time for whatever is fueling to us, because for one person, it might be writing a book. For one person, it may be sitting on the couch. All of that is good. Whatever, listen to yourself, whatever is like fueling for you. And I feel like personally, and I know for Brenna too, like we've been trying to kind of find the balance with all of that. And it's different day to day. It's different hour to hour and that's okay. Totally. Like I know for myself, Julia asked me, she's like, how are you feeling this morning? I'm like, "Ah, a little weird. Terrible. (laughs) We got bad this morning. Sometimes things just, like she said, every day, and I know, I feel like silly saying it because I know there are worse things. Like I saw the meme, of course, your grandparents went to war. All you have to do is sit on the couch. Like you'll be fine. And of course that instills some shame and guilt because it's not that. I know there are worse things, but of course we love to be connected. And I think this has given me a different layer of appreciation for human connection in person. Um, And just like really showed me the importance of how much I value a good hug. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I think we were talking about it yesterday. I was on two different group, group Zooms uh, throughout the day. And we just kept saying, it's like, like, hopefully something good that comes out of this is that people will really realize that like this movement towards a a virtual world that we've been doing is not really the world that we want. And what we really do want is like human connection. And I hope that this unfortunate circumstance does kind of teach people that it's not this virtual reality that we want, that what we really do need is is connection and hugs and love and togetherness. And so hopefully that, hopefully a positive thing like that will come out of this. I agree. And and I hope so. And it's it's funny that we're finding all these different virtual ways to <laughs> to connect with friends and still have our little gatherings and catch up. But we were noticing, and maybe you guys noticed this in your groups too, that we're like, Normally, we have all of these different things to bring to a conversation, but now so much of our lives is surrounded by what's happening in the world that it feels like, 
I don't know, like last night when we were talking to our friends, I kind of felt like, I'm like, oh, where are these stories <laughs> that we always catch each other up on? They're just, mm. our minds are so focused on, on all the other things that it, it was kind of hard to, to connect in that way. But that's okay. We're going to keep on trucking, keep on learning, and do our part in the best way that we can to hopefully put an end to all this soon. Yeah, and let us know how you guys are feeling. Let us know how you've been dealing. Uh, we're going to talk, you know, in a couple minutes, we'll get into morning routines and talk about how that's been helping us. And But let us know. And, you know, whatever you're feeling is valid. It's This is a really hard time. But hopefully coming here twice a week will make you feel a little less alone. And hopefully we can provide some some value as, as usual. Yeah, that's definitely our goal. <laughs> and with all of that being said... It's time for Pride and Pickle! Yes, it is. (laughs) So, do you want to kick it off? I would love to be honored. Um, So my pride this week is that even with all the craziness, so I'm working from home right now, and um, in the past, it would have been really, really stressful for me to be sitting in my kitchen, working from home literally all day. So I would definitely be wondering what would I have, um, how much of it would I be having? It would definitely add a layer of stress. And I think a lot of people who have no history with any like body image stuff do also kind of when they're either at home or in their kitchen to a different level, but um, kind of feel snacky or, you know, just being home. But for me, it, it's been such an, a cool realization to be like, I can work in my kitchen all day long and not be stressed about um, what I'm going to have, how much I'm going to have. And it's just felt like a really big win, a really big thing, something I'm really proud of. That's awesome. So, yeah. And it, and it feels really good because I know some people who do have a routine, whether it's in the gym or like a food plan that they follow or something, do feel stressed at this time. And, and of course, my heart goes out to you because being out of routine can bring stress. But I feel very lucky to have to be in a place right now where I'm like, okay, like this is the reality. What can I do? Where can I act? And how can I adjust? Yeah. yeah. Love that, fun. That would be the pride. And the pickle would be, I think, just like some feelings of guilt over my grandma's currently visiting from Paraguay in South America. And normally she, we come here and I take her shopping and we do some really, really fun stuff. And she's not able to do those things because she's obviously part of a vulnerable population with this virus. But I guess I just feel some guilt because at times, I'm so scared for this to come off the wrong way, but I am so lucky that she is healthy and and okay at this point, but I feel guilty sometimes for for her own sake, like wishing that she was able to be in the comfort of her home and not bored here because I kind of see her moping around and I find that I've been giving a lot of my energy to like wishing the situation was different and not because I wish she wasn't here. Like I obviously am blessed that she's here and lucky and, and all the things and healthy. But I think just like giving too much energy to wanting her experience to be different and having no control over that. I think that's so valid, but And like, I think that a lot of people can relate to that because, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, a lot of us, I know at least our friends are lucky. Like our families are all healthy as of right now. And, you know, we have roofs over our head and food to eat. And, but it, but it is hard to not, kind of curse the situation and wish things were different. And I think that it's okay because like everyone's experience is their experience. And like, it's important to be mindful that of the things that you have that others don't, 
but it's also okay to feel frustrated or upset about the situation. I think that that's, I think that that's really valid. And at the same time, reminding ourselves, okay, but this is what I can be grateful for. And this is what I can be grateful for. It's kind of that balance of like feeling what, what you're feeling and also then, you know, practicing gratitude and, and trying to see it from a, from a larger lens. But I think it's totally valid to have those feelings. Thank you. Yeah. And my mom and I have definitely been going back and forth with like, oh, this is X, Y, and Z, but you know, at least we are in this position. At least we have food, at least we have a place to stay, you know, all the things. So gratitude definitely helps. But what about you? My pride this week is that even though all this craziness is going on, I've seen a lot of like support uh, for others, especially like in the artist community, which is the community that I'm a part of, we've been like making it work. Like my all everything is canceled. Uh, artists are completely out of work. We have no jobs. There's no production going on. I have no source of income right now. But um, despite all of that, the artist community is really coming together. And my my class that I'm a part of, we have set up Zoom classes and we've uh, everyone in the class has been going on live and doing things to help support each other during this time. And like, I'm just so, I feel so prideful to be part of such a community that is so supportive to each other and that is so, so badly wants to continue to create despite everything that's going on. So I'm really prideful to be part of that community. And even though things are really hard to still find ways to come together. So that was a big pride and like getting to meet with my classmates over Zoom this week and continuing to do that. That's like a huge, huge pride. And then my pickle, my pickle has been letting my agitation come to the surface a little more than I would like to. I find myself getting a little bit more frustrated a little quicker with things, but I am reminding myself to like, no, like take a breath. Like you have control over your mind and over your actions. And so trying to combat that has been a little bit of a pickle, but I'm working on it. I'm aware of it. And I know that I have the tools to fix that. So, so yeah. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that too, maybe being a little more on edge this week. But I, I, but I think that we have that power to fix to, to help ourselves in that way. Totally. And I have to say, I've definitely noticed that within the community of artists as well. I, I feel like even celebrities and such are, are just posting so many live videos lately mm-hmm. and trying. I think it's a beautiful thing that when the people are trying to to give during this time and give more peace and give more ideas for groundedness and just like to connect um, even while we are not connected in person. So I've definitely noticed that too. And I think it's beautiful. Um, And a lot of actors that we've grown up with too, I see like holding space for other actors and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, trying to keep the creativity flowing, even when you don't have a like income based aspect of those things. And I think definitely wanting to take a moment to acknowledge for anyone who is right now without a job and without income that I'm with you girls, <laughs> that that's really, really stressful and really unexpected. Um, I, we will not make this entire podcast episode about the, the whole virus and quarantine thing. We want it to be a productive way for you to distract yourself from it Absolutely. and give you some tangible tips. But I do just want to briefly say that I like call me naive, but I, when this virus had like broken out in China, I had, I didn't even consider that we would be in the same situation. I don't think anybody thought that what we're yeah. going through now is what we were yeah. going to be going through. Right. And, and, and I don't think so either, but it's just so weird that it's like, it felt so unlikely and now here we are. But I, I don't know. It's just, it's, 
interesting and we want to give you guys an outlet of, of what to look for beyond these very confusing <laughs> moments. It's just so crazy that there's nothing to compare it to, you know? Totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with all that being said, I think that all that uncertainty does give that, like make what you're feeling valid. I find that for myself too. I'm like, why am I so like, I'm not like a short fuse type of person, but like little things are annoying me. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I literally, I'm obsessed with my grandma. I, I talk about her all the time. I'm obsessed with her, but. She's hilarious. Also the other day before, before um, social distancing, I was at Brenda's house and I was wearing <laughs> these like this like jumper but it's like a it's like a loungewear so there the there's no like the butt is like very low and the crotch is like very low and grant and Brenda's grandma in Spanish was pointing and laughing at me I'm not kidding when you point and laugh there's a video evidence pointing and laughing at me telling me that I had poopy pants She's like a slight bully. <laughs> she has no views. And she's like, yeah, I've seen those before. They're called poopy pants. <laughs> she was like, in Spain, they're called poopy pants. And pointing and laughing. Yep. And I'm like, Grandma, she might not speak the same language as you, but like the gestures. I know what you're saying. <laughs> it goes all around. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. It like was she hilarious. got a kick out of it. Haley like lost it. She it was the most satisfying thing she's witnessed. It was hilarious. It, was it really hilarious. was. But I'm sorry. Anyway, you were talking about how you love your grandma. No, I was just gonna say that like little things are irking me. Like this morning, she was asking me when the last time I changed my sheets was, and like I was very annoyed at that comment when like she was just asking me a question. It happens. It happens, man. I didn't show it, but I felt it. But anyway, um, put behind all the talk of the what's going on. And we want to provide you guys with some things that are helping to keep us grounded and keep us in routine. And yeah, we'll keep yeah. It on. I mean, you've heard me and Brenna talk about it a lot. We, we both find morning routines to be really, really beneficial to us uh, for grounding, for productivity. Uh, it's something that most really, uh, these huge achievers, they all talk about these morning routines that they have. It's something that me and Brenda have been incorporating into our lives for quite some time now. And it changes. We're learning what the best routine for us is. Like when we started out, we had no idea. And even today it still changes. And I think that like when it comes to morning routine, like we're going to talk about ours, but um, it takes time to really find what works for you. Like you know, and it takes time to be committed to it. It takes time to do it every day. Like when you start out, you might say, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And like most days, only one of those things may happen. None of those things may happen. So it takes time to build that dedication to it and to find what works for you. Because I think for everybody, it's totally different. Yeah. And I have to say, um, with this whole, I, I had a routine established and I really, really loved it. And then now that I'm working from home, a lot of the responsibilities that caused my routine to be so early in the day are now not there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've had to figure out, okay, how do I restructure this so that I don't have to wake up so early and just like after the routine's over, just like either sit there doing absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> how can I like get more sleep and still have the routine and still feel good and energized? So I think this is obviously a very different type of exception or change, but I think a lot of times our life can throw curveballs and that we just have to figure out the best way to adjust in the way that feels best to us. And I've still been experimenting with that. Um, but I have to say with what Julia was, was talking about with like finding your dedication and all that stuff, my friend, Ariel, 
who we will be having as a guest Woo-hoo. at some point, um, is incredible. And she is one of the people that has like one of the most intense like levels of discipline. And I really feel like I've figured out what the key to that type of discipline is. Um, that's not to say it's easy, but almost like we've said before that having people in your life that hold you accountable and in seasons are there for you to give you the kindness that you're not giving to yourself and to teach you and train you to give yourself that kindness mm-hmm. is so important. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also like that layer of people that push you to be the best version of yourself and show up for yourself. And um, Ariel's definitely helped me find that because I was like, what is the, like, what am I missing here? Like, you know, when you wake up and you want to just roll back and close your eyes and get into bed and like, what is the difference between being like, nope, I'm getting out of bed and not. And I think for me, the biggest shift and everyone's different, but the biggest shift was I said, you know what, you've done work, you've done work. And now you're in a place where you can choose to challenge yourself and you can choose to say, nope, like it's not an option to go back to bed. And again, I, I think everyone is different. So there are people who like, you need that option to go back to bed. You need that option to be gentle with yourself. But I took so much time to be incredibly kind to myself and to look inward and I'm not perfect, but I felt that it was right for me to set that layer of discipline where I'm like, nope, it's not an option to go back to bed because this is important to me. Mm-hmm. This will set the tone for my entire day. So first three minutes are going to be awful and I'm going to be sleepy and I'm going to want to crawl back into bed and be warm, but it's going to feel so much better. Not because we suck and because we have to do it or we're bad people. That's also a totally different story, but more so I feel so good when I do this for myself. How can I hold myself accountable to doing that so that my day is started with which we'll go into our own personal routines, but it started with all the little bits and pieces that, set me up for a really strong day. Absolutely. And and Brenda said it, it is hard. It's hard, especially, you know, when people are working and you have to be somewhere at a certain time, it's hard to get up that extra five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, hour earlier, whatever it is for you. It's hard to get up a little earlier to do something or it's, you know, and it's hard to, if you don't have to be somewhere to get out of bed and do it and commit to it, it is hard, but those first few minutes suck. And then I promise you from like experience of doing it and not doing it, it is so, so incredible how setting up your day by keeping promises that you made to yourself and with intention totally sets the tone for a whole day. Like I know when I do my routine, my entire day is more productive. It's more peaceful I am kinder to myself, and I know that when I don't do it, I'm usually crankier, I'm less productive, I'm a little annoyed with myself. It really, like, has made such a difference for me. I know it has for Brenda, too, and, like, it's hard, but it's one of those promises that, for us, keeping to ourselves has been so, so incredible, uh, especially when it comes to productivity and to peace. Yeah, and I think a a big part of what you just said is that – like the cranky part, because I've been on both sides. I've been in the part where I'm like, oh crap, like I woke up a little bit later. Like how can I still incorporate my routine into my day so that it's not tainted? Mm -hmm. Um, In the sense of tainted, like where I can still show up and still be in in a good energy and whatever. But I think there's the other side of things that often when we don't keep those promises, we end up beating ourselves up for the whole day. And then it becomes like even less, um, and by productive, I don't even mean like getting things done. I just mean like, showing up in a, you know what I mean? In, in your best energy. Um, cause exactly. I had 
phase too where I'm like, oh, I can't even wake up on time. I can't, I'm so lazy. Like I should have worked out and now it's later in the day and I didn't get it done. Now I don't want to. Like there's so, what we say to ourselves makes such a big difference. What we think, like we are in our own company so much of the time mm-hmm. that the things that we say to ourselves makes such a difference. So it it all depends on, I think, really doing everything you can to set up systems of accountability to get done what you want to get done. And if for whatever reason you are unable to do that, like taking it from there, forgiving and taking it from there. Because I, for example, I knew that I had to pick someone that I would that was already up at that time, right? Because I'm not going to be like, hey, Julia, um, would you like to wake up at four in the morning? And Hell no. <laughs> That's not when I wake up, by the way. But <laughs> but I just happen to know someone that, um, which is Ariel, that is, you know, very consistent with her morning routine and someone that I knew I would show up for as well. So every morning I would text her and be like, hey, I'm up. Hey, I'm up. And simple as that, you know, someone that knows that you're up. Um, and then I've been able to like make that a chain reaction. And I've had Farah doing that in the mornings and Julia's doing a different type of morning routine. And, um, it's a really beautiful thing to be able to hold your friends accountable because yeah. I think we often find so much shame around accountability because we don't want to need it. We feel like I should be able to do this on my own, but I think there's so much power. There's nothing wrong with needing accountability. We all need it. Oh my God. Like, yeah. You know, like totally in all different ways. So I I think it's taking that shame away from that and just being like, there is nothing wrong with accountability. It's Mm -hmm. actually going to help me get to where I want to get to. And that's why people have different types of accountability. Like for a morning routine, it might seem silly, but like people have like financial advisors to hold them accountable to Mm -hmm. staying within their their means that they want to spend so that they can invest in other places. You know, that's That's a great point. Those things. Um, that's why we have credit card limits. It's a different layer of accountability, but we have that in place for a reason, you know? So um, it's so interesting that when it comes to ourself and our, our own motivation that we get so stuck because we oh, want to be able so true. to be like, to not need it. Mm. But they're not just going to have motivation all the time. Like there are days where I'm like, oh my God, yes, I'm going to work out. And there are days where I'm like, I don't even want to like move my right <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 such an incredible point, bud, and you're so right. And I think that we don't think about it that time like that way sometimes. Like we have so much accountability in so many aspects of our lives, but when it comes to our own mental health, like we we don't we don't put that into place. And it's so silly. Like that's the place where it should be like the most. But it's so true. Yeah. And I also want to say like what you said before about like productivity, like when I say that too, I feel like even on days where I get nothing accomplished, if I did my morning routine, I still feel like, okay, well, I accomplished that and I did that. And it's a really like big sense of, of I guess, pride for me to know even if nothing else in my day felt productive or like I accomplished things, like I at least know I did my morning routine. And like that feels so good some days when nothing else seems to be going right. Like at least, you know, because there's so much in our life that we can't control. But like I know that at least I can control that. I can control that time and do, you know, what I need to do. And of course, you know, there's some days where other circumstances come into play. But for the most part, I can control that time of my day and do what I promised myself and do what I need to do for me to set up my day to a place where I'm feeling at peace and good and ready to take on whatever else the day has to throw at me. Yeah, no, I just think you made a great point because like the first thing in the morning, of course, things can be different, but like 
it's the time that you kind of have the most control of because as the day goes on, I don't know, grandma could call you for lunch. Chris might need a ride. Ghost might have peed in the house. Like so many different things that could Mm -hmm. come up that can like take away from how we plan things because there's a lot we don't have control over. So I agree. I think a morning routine really makes you feel like you've won the day. And I think- I love that one. It does make you feel like you've won the day. It does. In in the first few hours, right? And that's an expression that a lot of people in, in like my communities use. And I think it's just such a- a real thing and it's not just I I think it goes beyond even what you were saying with the accomplishment but also with like the okay hey I was feeling really anxious about this like Mm -hmm. and and here's how I'm going to ground myself now so that that anxiety doesn't carry with me throughout the day absolutely and I think I think we should get into our routines but I also want to say like me and Brenda's routines they're a little lengthy because we've been working on them for a while but a morning routine does not have to be an hour long it can it can be three minutes it can be five minutes it can be 10 minutes it can be whatever it is that feels right to you uh it can be one minute so don't judge yourself for either not having any routine or for wanting a routine that's very short whatever it is that sets you up for for your day in a positive way is what matters and also that like it takes trial and error figuring out what it is and how to do it and how to and how to hold yourself accountable to it so like when you're hearing us talk about ours know that we're not perfect know that it's there's days that we don't do it or don't do all of it know that it's taking us a long time to figure out and that that it's all work in progress yeah, and I, I can't help but use Jessie's lines because they're just so, they hit so hard, like, and, and they're so ama- amazing. She's freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says for morning routines, we have to standardize before we optimize. Ooh. And it's, oh, she's just, what a wise woman. But um, because she originally was cr- creating a free morning routine for people that was 28 minutes. And then she said, you know what, there are so many people in all different walks of life who haven't even had a morning routine at all. So why don't I start with 12? Why don't I start with, you know, so I think it's, it, it, what, it really goes along with what you were saying. You don't have to feel like for us threes, Enneagram threes that are like, oh, I have to be perfect and I have to do all the things and, and whatever that I have to go from waking up at 9am and having no routine to now waking up at 4am and having a three hour long routine. Like you don't have to be all or nothing. Right. It's also Um, not going to happen that way. You can't go from not having any routine to having a two hour morning routine. Like it's just not going to happen consistently. It might happen one day, but it's not going to happen consistently. You, You have to, you have to grow that. You have to grow that discipline. You have to, you have to grow that commitment. It, it takes time. Yeah. Totally. And I, I don't know, I disagree with everything that you say. So do you want to get into a little bit of what we do? Yeah. And before we do that, I do also want to say that like, I think now is a beautiful time to look inward and start to think about what kind of routine might work for you. Because right now we kind of, many of us have a more, have a little more breathing room within our day. So I think now is like a really beautiful time to start to think about that, maybe start to try things out. Because when everyone does go back to their regularly scheduled programming, uh, things, things are a little tighter. So now that we have all this breathing room, what a great time to try things out. And then when we do go back, figuring out how to condense it, how to include it into, into that way of life. So I really encourage everyone to like use this time to, to try to figure out a routine and play around and see what works. Yeah, totally. And I saw so many things that were like, and the people slowed down and the oh. people healed. And I was just like, oh, it's my heart. Let my heart. Know. 
All right, but why don't you why don't you take us through through your morning routine? Okay, like, yeah. Real um, I want all the details. I want specifics. I want a detail. I want everything. This is Julia being channeling Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> so my routine is Julia, as I, oh, as I mentioned before, has shifted a little bit now that we are home. But I can go into what it is now. Um, yeah, talk about now. Okay. Yeah. So first thing, when I wake up. I have been, I respect everyone who does anything, right? But I personally am not awake when I first get out of bed. I'm like still half asleep. So <laughs> in order to wake myself up, I take my pre-workout and What do you I, take? Specifics, I'm, Brenda, we I'm want details. Like okay, so I have been taking Alani New. Uh, I think it's the rainbow candy flavor. I think it's great. It tastes really good, honestly. And something about it, like I think it's the conditioning. I'm like, ooh, pre-workout oh yeah, it's time to work out. Like it's not even the actual effect of it. Cause let me just tell you, it technically isn't supposed to work right away. Um, but I just roll out of bed. So, but something about me having it has conditioned me to be like, oh, it's time to work out. So then I hop on a Zoom call with some awesome ladies and they're all members of the Ladies Edge. And that's a workout program. It's 23 minutes at home led by Michelle Bishop. And it's a different workout every single day. It's circuits. Um, all you really need is resistance bands, weights, um, at whatever capacity is most comfortable to you. And when you do sign up for a seven day free trial, you get like a resistance band in the mail. So I'm also not like a sponsor for them. I just happen to have all that information. <laughs> she really <laughs> likes it. <laughs> Sound like an ad, but um, I love them. For someone who spent so much time in the gym for hours and, you know, whatever, and would run miles a day, 23 minutes felt like such a joke. I'm like, oh, this is so stupid. I'm never going to get a workout in, but I can get a sweat in. Julia's tried some workouts. She's gotten sweaty. I yeah, it's, it's good. It's really good. And it's something that I find I could fit into my day. So that's how I started. Um, and then after that's over, I go into the Rise With Me Live Facebook group that's led by Jesse Jean, who helps women heal their relationship with food and body. But this particular Facebook group is for anyone. Literally, you don't have to be a client or any of the things. And Julia is a member of the group. I'm sure she'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. um, and basically, I watch her videos. So I don't get to watch them live, but I watch the replay. And Jesse includes some breath work, which at first felt really, really woo-woo and weird. And now I love. And then she does some affirmations, some meditation, some journaling towards the end. And then I end it with setting gratitude for the day three things for, that I'm grateful for, some intentions for the day, some affirmations that ultimately my affirmations daily are like in response to what I feel anxious about. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, like something, let's say I'm like, oh gosh, what if I never see my friends again? Or let, let's say I get very worried about the impressions that I make. So if I'm like, we were talking to Ashley before <laughs> and I'm like, what, um, let's say, my thought originally is, what if Ashley now thinks I'm a bad friend? Then my affirmation will be, I'm a really wonderful, helpful, loving, and caring friend. Like kind of affirming those worries. Mm -hmm. um, and then sometimes, it depends on how much time I have left now, I have all the time. So I've been hopping on my spin bike for a little bit at my leisurely whatever and using the Peloton app. They have 90 days for free during this quarantine time. Look at all these resources Brenda's throwing out. You said specifics. So I'm getting specific. I love it. Wait, but you didn't say what time you wake up. Oh yeah. So Pre-quarantine, I would wake up at six for the workouts, and then I would typically end everything by 7.20. Um, but now, 
I don't have to work until nine. So now I am waking up at 7.30 and I'm actually flipping it a little bit and I'm working out. Well, I guess not flipping it. It's still the same order, but I'm working out and doing all those things from 7.30 until I have to work. Cool. Yeah. So that's me. Wait, so you were saying uh, you do the Peloton? Oh, yes. So I did want to share that resource because um, it's normally, I don't want to put a price on it, but it's, it is normally not free. <laughs> so it's really wonderful that they're offering this at-home resource right now. And it's Peloton. You don't need the Peloton bike to have the app. I do have a spin bike, luckily. Thank you, Chris, so much. You're so kind and loving. But uh, the Peloton app does have strength training, meditation, outdoor running, indoor running, yoga, uh, boot camp core stuff. So like really, really awesome things that you don't really need much equipment for. Cool. And then after that, um, then what? So after that, it depends. I gotta be honest if I'm going to work. So now during quarantine, if I'm going to work like outside of the office, non-quarantine, I take a shower and then I go to work, make my coffee, grab my breakfast. Um, I do my friend Markella, um, shared the like Shakeology chocolate flavored with me, they are pretty pricey. They're definitely like out of my, well, they're, they're pricey for me. Um, but I did want to try them and I really, really loved it when she made me a shake once. So I would make a Shakeology shake every morning. Um, just because it, it honestly like provided me with a, like, it was very filling. But now that I'm home, I normally take a shower right after unless I'm going to work out during my, well, go for a walk during my lunch. And um, now I'm into coffee. Whoa. I know. Brenda's never been a coffee drinker, which never. is shocking because I love coffee. <laughs> I really like the taste. So um, I've been having the Starbucks blonde roast, like the iced um, version that you can have at home. Yeah. And then there's nothing against sugar. I have absolutely nothing against it. But for me, I think that sometimes like I'm in a place where I'm like, all right, I can work smarter. I don't have to work hard. Like if this sugar-free hazelnut creamer tastes just as good as the, the sugar one, um, and I could just have some more and not feel like all shaky and whatnot right away, then I'm going to, I'm going to try that. And I tried it, see if I saw if I liked it. And it's the, I think coffee mate hazelnut sugar-free creamer. Um, just put a few tablespoons in and it tastes so good. So good. And what time do you eat breakfast? So I normally eat around 9.30. I, I don't know if it's, I know people are different, but for me, I'm personally not hungry right away after a workout. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, so I just like normally wait a, a little bit longer, but I try and eat around 9.30. Cool. What a good routine, bud. Oh, and when you're doing your gratitude and your affirmations, do you, do you journal that? Do you have a place you write that down or do you just do it out I loud? Do. Yeah, so I, I write it down because I feel like I for example, on the weekends and stuff, I probably do, well, I definitely do things more out loud. I'm trying to, to be more consistent with the writing on the weekends, but I find that I just like, for me, take it more, I don't know. I'm, I'm like more in the moment when I write it down. Like mm -hmm. it feels like I mean it more. I'm not sure why. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I write it down all in the same little notebook. Amazing. And I, I, if you follow Brenda on Instagram, sometimes she'll post like a, like a selfie of her in the morning after her routine. And you can just see that she is like glowing. She's like radiating positivity. She like, I, I just see it in her when she posts her morning selfies. And it's so inspirational. If you don't follow Brenda, go follow her, follow her on, on her Balance with Brenda account as well. She posts there a lot. And like, you can just see how much this routine impacts her and how, how it sets her up for such a good day. Oh, thank you for saying that. It, it really I does. Love your morning. Please keep doing that. I love your morning selfies because it inspires me to do my routine. That means so much because I think it's really hard to sometimes when you post and you're like, okay, people are like, why is this girl continuing to post? Totally. 
but um, it, it does make such a difference. Like I feel so energized and so different and it's like, energized that's the word I've been thinking about it makes you energized you show up in a different energy you literally do like I feel like a different person I don't I feel like the best version of myself because I'm like this is about no one this is just me and my routine and I'm doing Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's time where you really get to be selfish Mm -hmm. like you get to be so selfish it's all about you like it's so, oh, it's so great. Yeah, and especially, and it's just you and, and yourself most of the time. Like sometimes of course people do routines with their partners and all that. But like, I love that before I go upstairs and I live downstairs um, and my family's upstairs. So before I go upstairs, like I've already showed up for myself. So whatever they want to throw at me, I'm ready. <laughs> um, and, it, and it's amazing. And I think also like, it's a silly thing, the selfie thing that Julia mentioned, but like keeping a little calendar or a log helps so much for you to just have like a little bit of a record of how far you've, you've come or how often you've showed up for yourself. And as long as it's not building pressure, I think it just adds another layer of accountability. So, and Brad, you like, you, um, you have like a calendar, right? That you put like a picture in every day when you do your routine. Can you talk about that? Of course. So I have two. One of them is from Jesse's Rise With Me uh, morning routine and one is for the ladies edge. So both of them have a little calendar that's like the month of March or whatever month with every day. And if you go on Instagram and like put it in there, you could take a little selfie and attach it to that day. Um, So I love that as a little reminder of how what you're doing and knowing when you're doing it. And another little tip that I've done in the past is um, another Jessie recommendation. She's just a queen um, is a little jar of that. You can either put pennies or little rocks or marbles, whatever you have at your disposal. And every day that you do your morning routine or maybe exercise, whatever's a priority for you m- meditate, you put a little penny in there and you're done. And it's just another little visual representation of, of that. I I think a visual representation is so helpful and it makes you feel so accomplished. And I I think like if you don't have like a calendar from a resource like Brenda has, like even in your personal calendar, you can like put a little, you know, a little picture or if you have use Google calendar, you can like schedule in like I did my routine and just to see it every day on your calendar pop up, it feels so productive. Like especially on the days where you don't feel like doing it. If I see in my calendar that I have like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like the pink box that I did it and I don't want to do it on Thursday, I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to do it because then my, then my calendar is going to be empty. And like, so I think visual representation is so helpful. And Brenna, please keep posting your morning selfies after you do your routine because it's so, it like, it's so inspirational. So happy to hear that. I definitely will. I also want to say like, these are the things that work for me and Brenda these are just what works for us. Like we're not saying that anybody should do the things that we do. I think it's really important to figure out for yourself what works, but this is just the stuff that works for us. It does. And I think that that's why like sometimes I'm like, oh, do I share this? Because if I were in a different place in my life, would I be like ashamed that my morning doesn't look like that? And I just want to clarify that I have never been a morning person, literally never. There were moments where I, I wouldn't even like walks, like whatever, we're all different, but Exactly. Just to clear that, that I'm not naturally this way and that this has evolved over time. And there would definitely be a a time and place where I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so ashamed. I sleep until right before I have to get up. I don't even do my hair, blah, blah, blah. And all those things are okay. It's about what do you want your life to look like? What do you want to feel like? And what steps can you take to get there? You know, not everyone loves to meditate. Not everybody wants to. I think it's very beneficial, but there was a time too where I'm like, this isn't for me. It's not. I can't focus. I'm thinking about all these other things and mm-hmm. I also 
like don't see the benefit. I've been in all those places or where I'm like, oh, I'm not fit enough to work out. But like, that's also not the point, you know, so so many different thoughts go through our head. But at the end of the day, it's about you and what makes you feel good. Doesn't matter where you are right now, but wherever you want to get to is possible. You just have to figure out the steps to get there. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's awesome, bud. And I think that also like there, like it doesn't have to be so rigid. Like there can be some fluidity in these things. And what's important, like Brenda said, it's like setting, it's what you want your look to, life to look like and how can you feel like the best version of you every day. Exactly. And what about you, Jew? What's your morning routine? Okay. So I'll, I'll try to be real specific. Um, I wake up at 8 a.m. every day unless I have to be somewhere earlier. As of right now, nobody has anywhere to be. So 8 a.m. is the time. Um, and that's usually the time unless I have like a call, like a, I have to be on set or, or somewhere earlier. So I wake up 8 a.m. I leave all my blinds open. I like to wake up to the sun. Uh, that's a big thing for me. Like waking up with light is really important to me. I get up out of bed. I feed ghost. Um, Chris usually takes her out when Chris has to get up for work. He usually is up at six. So he usually takes her out in the morning, but, um, now he's been home. So we take her out, we feed her and then I brush my teeth. I scrape my tongue really into tongue (laughs) scraping. Um, people are going to think I don't brush my teeth. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, I'm Brenda does brush her teeth. She just didn't mention it. I actually have a really amazing toothbrush. What's your toothbrush? Philips Sonicare. My mom got it for me for my birthday. Ooh. It's amazing. Continue. <laughs> I use a Quip. Uh, shout out to Quip. Um, brush my teeth, scrape my tongue. Everyone should look into tongue scraping. It's an Ayurvedic uh, practice. We all have disgusting gunk on our tongue. I just got Chris into it finally. I've been trying to get him to scrape his tongue forever. Finally, thank you to quarantine. He's been scraping away. It's so good for you. You feel so clean. I think it's so important. Um, Brenda, scrape your tongue. <laughs> and I know. I really, I, I shouldn't do that with my toothbrush, huh? Well, it just doesn't work as well as like a tongue scraper. I do it with my toothbrush, but I, I'm not going to lie. I don't feel like I have that cleanly feeling. Yeah, you feel so clean when you scrape your tongue. And once you start, you see all, like when you scrape your tongue, you see all the disgusting nastiness that lives on your tongue. Even if you brush your tongue with your toothbrush, it's gross. And it's good for immunity. It's good for digestion. There's just so many positives from it. Um, You can Google tongue scraping. I use a stainless steel one that Brenda actually got me. Because she knows knows I love tongue scraping. She should have got herself one. They're super cheap. You can get them on Amazon. They sell them at Whole Foods. But yeah, you can order them on Amazon since we can't go anywhere right now. Or if you're going food shopping at Whole Foods, since the groceries are still open, they have them there. So yeah, so then I brush my teeth, I scrape my tongue, and then I do a meditation. I have been doing Jesse's uh, Rise With Me, which has been incredible. I've been loving it. And for me, meditation is always basically under 10 minutes. So I don't do it for that long. Some days it's three, some days it's five, some days it's 10. It depends on the day. Since I've been doing Jesse's Rise With Me, it's been, it's been closer to 10. So, but a, medita- a meditation could be even one minute. Like it's just, you know, breathing and being present and, and you could build your way up. So yeah, so I've been doing Jesse's Live With Me for my morning meditation. Chris has been joining me since he's home. And then... I read my daily stoic. It's just one page. Yeah, you didn't say. Didn't read yours. That's okay. But yes, I do do that. (laughs) When do you read yours? (laughs) Oh, when do I read mine? Yeah. I usually read it right after I do the it's like my final step, right after my um my journaling. Love it. 
Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I missed a step. So after I meditate, I do gratitude and intention. So like Brenda does, three things you're grateful for and an intention for the day. I think gratitude is super important. It's very grounding. It's been really, really important, especially during this time with everything that's going on to remind ourselves what we are grateful for. Like today, mine was being able to go outside in our backyard, even though we're kind of stuck inside. Um, so I think it's so important. I don't write mine down. I just say them out loud. For me right now, journaling has not been something I've been inclined to do, but saying them out loud is, it has been beneficial for me. So I say my three gratitudes. I say my intention. I literally say them out loud. Even if no one is here, I say them out loud to myself. Like right now I have Chris here with me to say them to him, but uh, usually when he's at work and I'm doing my routine by myself, I say them out loud and like speak them into the universe because I think it is a little more impactful than just thinking them, but whatever works for you. So yes, and then gratitude, intention, and then I read my Daily Stoic. It's just the Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. Uh, we talk about it all the time. It's about stoicism. Each page is basic, is a quote, and it's basically like a practice. So you, I, you just read one page a day. It's the day, whatever day it is, like today I read, you know, March 21st. And you just read one page. It takes literally one minute. And you just think about the, the practice that they're talking about. Like, for example, today's was about, oh, today's was so good. Did you read yours too? Read no, I literally rolled out of bed and came to talk to you about how <laughs> we're going to approach the coronavirus. <laughs> I know, true. Um, today's was, let me, actually, I have it right here. Hold on. Oh yeah. Today's was about how you can find retreat within yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, usually we look for retreat in vacation or in, you know, in an outside source, but it was really about like finding retreat and peace within yourself. And so that's kind of what these practices are like. Uh, they give you a quote from a, from a, stoic philosopher and then Ryan Holiday kind of relates it to something today and it's so amazing and you read it and then you can just think about it and for me I try to apply like that day's practice into that day and then you build up and it's like it's so awesome I couldn't recommend it more yeah and something that um Ash was saying that she's been writing like how how she interprets that in her own life like actually in the book oh yeah I do that too I take notes Oh, that's incredible. Like I, I haven't thought to do that. I literally just read it and I think about it, but I don't write it down. And she's saying that she's writing like the year and then like her thought and then mm-hmm. seeing how that evolves from year to year. I love that. Yeah. Cause with the daily stoic, it's, you read it on whatever day it is. So like right now we're recording, it's March 21st. I read today's March 21st. And then you just read it for the rest of your life basically until you want to <laughs> stop. So like, you're going to come back to the same page over and over every year. And I love that, like of writing the date down so you can see how you've evolved. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I, I love- take notes about like how I want to, how it applies to my life right now, uh, how I want to implement it in my life, stuff like that. I love that. Thanks, yeah. Ash, for the tip. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you um, in terms of being specific about your gratitude and stuff. So is three your number for gratitude and intentions or like does that vary? It's usually three. Yeah, I don't know why three has been the number, but it's always kind of just been three. Three gratitudes and then one intention for the day. I love that. No, and I, I was asking because I think a lot of times there's so much we can be grateful for mm-hmm. and we can go on and on and spend so much energy on that. And same with intentions. Like there's so, we could make a whole, you know, to-do list basically. So I think it, it's cool to know what each person does. I also do three gratitude and intentions. I usually do three as well. Yeah. And a, and a, grati- and a gratitude could be something as simple of like, you know, I can, I can get out of bed and I can walk around my house or I, you know, it, it can be something so simple. It doesn't have to be this big thing or something extravagant. Like it literally can be like, I'm grateful that I opened my eyes today. 
you know, it, it's as simple as that and appreciating those things that we are able to do. Yeah. So then after my daily stoic, I do, if it's a day that I'm doing a workout, that's when I do my workout. Um, that varies. I don't work out every day. Given, given our, our quarantine, I have been working out more in the morning, but my work, if I work out at home, it's pretty short. It's like usually like a half hour. Some, sometimes I do just stretching for the day. My friend Jean, she's been leading a live stretch session on her Instagram. So sometimes it's just that 20 minute stretch session. Sometimes it's, you know, um, strength training, whatever it is. Uh, if I'm going to work out that day, that's when I work out after, after my stoic reading. So yeah. So because of quarantine, I've been working out from home and doing home workouts and it's been more like four times a week when we're not in quarantine. If I want to do a at home workout, that's when I do it, but sometimes I'll do classes. So I'll do that like later in the day. So that kind of varies. But if I'm going to do an at-home workout, that's where that goes. And then after that, I make my – oh, I forgot. when Before before I do my meditation, after I brush my teeth and stuff, I make my lemon water. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I make my lemon water because, you know, we are plants and we have, to, we have to water our plant every morning so that our plants don't die. Oh, my God. <laughs> So yeah, I, I make my lemon water and I drink that throughout like my, my meditation and my greeting and my gratitude and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, so then I make my coffee. Right now I've been loving the morning blend from Trader Joe's. It's really yummy. I have my coffee with almond milk and cinnamon every day. And some days if I don't want coffee, I have tea. I drink either like um, I make tea with fresh mint and fresh ginger and cinnamon and lemon, or I drink uh, sancha, which is a Japanese green tea. So it depends on the day, but it's one of those three in the morning. And then and then I go on with whatever the day has to bring me. If it's getting ready to go to an audition or class, that's when I'll shower and get ready. If it's doing some work from home, that's when I'll start that. And yeah, and like that all together, like the from the time I wake up to the end of my, to doing my meditation and my daily stoic, like that's only really like a half hour. And then if I work out, it's like a half hour more. So it's usually like with a workout included, it's about an hour. Without a workout, it's about a half hour. So it sounds like a lot of things, but it's really, it really doesn't take that much time. Yeah. And, and for not taking that much time makes such a difference in your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That little half hour, that little hour, like that's it. And it doesn't have to be as long as that even. Yeah. Not at all. I think that's incredible. Yeah. But and do you find- that's mine. I love it. Do you find that getting out of the getting out of bed, your, what your very first step is now? My, through- my very first step is to feed ghost and take her out of yes. Okay, yeah. So then that that wakes you up. Because I was gonna say I know, and that's no judgment, but like for people that jump right into meditation, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna fall asleep because sometimes you just get so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely have to get out of bed and move for a minute before I do my meditation. I feel like I couldn't just sit up and start it. Um, I mean, for some people that probably works wonderfully, but yeah, I get up and I do whatever ghost needs first and make sure she's all set to go. And then, you know, and then I brush my teeth and stuff. So that kind of wakes me up and I'll usually splash some cold water on my face um, after I brush my teeth. So then I feel like, okay, I'm up now. It's time for my, you know, my meditation and whatever. 
love. So that works for me. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And 80, finding the time, like ADM is good for, for me. I'm kind of, I've gotten my good sleep by then usually. So I'm usually feeling pretty okay at that time. Um, but I know people have to get up way earlier. If they have a job to be at at eight or nine, you have to get up a little earlier to incorporate a routine, but you know, it changes. And like the some days that I have to be up earlier, then I just, you know, shift my routine a little earlier. No, I think that makes perfect sense. And I think it'll be like really helpful to kind of just hear what people do for their morning routine. And it doesn't have to be any of these things or it can be all of them or a mix. Um, but they've definitely made an impact on us. And hopefully during this uncertain time, we often just want to find certain things that we can control. So hopefully giving you some steps that make you feel like you can start your day with a great energy and something that you do have control over can just fill up some time too. Totally. And like now I feel like, especially with my routine this past week, like it's had so much breathing room and I'm doing things a little bit slower and like, that's all good. And just like Brenda said, like just there's so much we can't control in our everyday lives and especially right now, but having that thing that you can control has been so, it's, it's been monumental for me. Yeah. No, me too. It's made such a difference and I never thought that it would. So I really want to give some space for people who might be like, how can this be helpful? I don't see myself doing this. This sounds silly. Like we receive things based on the place that we're in in our lives. And as we evolve and things evolve, we receive things differently. So I know there were moments where I wouldn't see the benefit of this um, or at least wouldn't think it was for me. And I, it's so about if nobody else mattered, how would you feel? What would you want? What is someone you admire? I think Markella has said this to us. What, who is someone you admire? What do you admire about them? How can you embody those qualities? And yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to continue sharing things with you and creating this with you. Cause guys, we were going back and forth with how are we oh. going to make this work? Do we do solo episodes? Do we do this and that? And I'm just so glad that we're going to be able to, although I respect deeply Julia's desire to provide you guys with professional sounding content in every aspect. And I really, really do understand that I am glad that you guys are continuing to listen and hopefully sharing with your friends and family and remembering that, although maybe this might not be the the best quality compared to what we had, that our intention is to make you feel less alone and to continue to provide you with things that you can relate to and with guests that can inspire you because we really believe in our mission and this message and we don't want to stop it. We don't want to let anything get in the way of, of sharing this message. Totally. And thank you guys for bearing with us through this, through us figuring this out. And uh, I know that sometimes there might be a little weird background noise or things might not sound as clean. And for me, that like, that just irks me. But um, thank you guys for bearing with us and, and being understanding and and for tuning in and listening and to still try to be a part of our community and to to do things that make you feel good and less alone. And we're really going to try to get some incredible guests on during this time. Uh, we already have some good ones kind of lined up right now. So we're really excited. So thank you for, for, for being understanding of the situation. I know we're all in it. And please continue to share share this and please continue to listen. We're going to be here every Monday and Friday, like, like we've promised. Start your week with us and end your week with us. 
And please, if anybody has any specific things they want us to talk about, especially during this crazy time, like please let us know. We will we will make time for it. Absolutely. And that that also goes to show because we do want to go back to our model of having only in-person interviews and me and Julia next to each other as well after this quarantine is over. If there are any guests that would be a little bit more difficult for us to access at this time that we could reach out to that you're interested in us having on the show, please let us know before all that goes back and, and changes just because we believe that the best type of conversations are often in person and the best type of connection and sound and all that. So we'd love to hear any guest suggestions. We know that most people listen to podcasts while they're driving or while they're doing things that they might not be doing as often during this quarantine. So if that's the case, the way that our message gets spread is the more that you guys listen. So if there's anything you can think think of that you could be doing, whether it's a walk six feet apart from people or on your own. Um, where you walk, do your laundry, clean your house, organize your cupboards, organize your drawers. That's listen what I've been doing. Twenties podcast. Yeah, like, <laughs> listen to us while you're reorganizing your closet. Totally. <laughs> um, so, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts, and we can't wait to share more. Yay! And tune in on Friday, guys. We were talking about today, like laying the foundation for our day and our morning routines. And Rachel is incredible. She talks a lot about how she built her business in college. And I think it's just a great, she's going to be a great inspiration for anyone who wants to use this time to kind of lay some groundwork for, for future aspirations. So definitely tune in on Friday. And, but if it's okay with you before we wrap up, can I read one quick little thing? Oh, you can read whatever you want. Okay. I just want to leave you guys with this. I saw this tweet on Instagram. I'm sure a lot of you have seen it. But I, it really resonated with me. So I want to leave you guys with this. Uh, this was tweeted by, by Glennon Doyle. He's an author. And he tweeted, One day this is going to be over. Can you imagine that? How we'll come out into the sun and laugh and hug and sing and dance and hold hands. I'm living for that day. It'll be like nothing we've ever experienced before. Oh, my God. I know. It makes me cry. <laughs> I know that's so beautiful it's so beautiful so so i'm hanging on to that i hope you guys want to yeah no well thank you guys for joining us on our first ever zoom podcast yes do you like (laughs) when i say like that zoom podcast yeah you really love to go with like the levels i know i love a level we love a level and good luck to everyone trying to start a morning routine. Let us know how it goes. Send us a video. Send us a send us a pic. Whatever. Yeah, we love a selfie morning routine. We love a selfie. Send and if you need any more suggestions, we're happy to share, happy to chat. Woohoo! Woohoo! All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Friday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.